Hello, South Dakotans. Welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, aiming to keep America, its citizens, and minds free. Now, here's your host, Daryl Root. Hello, welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, episode number 96. This Friday is St. Patrick's Day. As you can see, I am all decked out in green with the green light behind me here. So yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Today's topics include attacks on free speech, a demented doctor, privacy and account breaches, and more. But before I get to all of that, I have two reminders. You can help support this show with a donation or the purchase of merchandise. Visit dakotarustler.org and click on the respective links to help the show grow and to get the word out there to other people. Second, the show backs up its episodes and necessary data on Proton Drive. They are a service located in Switzerland, which has some of the world's best security and privacy requirements by law. Better than that here in the U.S. It is far better than the G-Name company, whose employees would likely sell their grandmother's data for a penny. And yes, I'm exaggerating, but you can get my point with that let's get right into the topics Number one, a bill filed by state Republican Jason Brodeur of Florida, there in the news again, would require bloggers to file periodic reports with the state if they are paid for posts about the state's governor, lieutenant governor, cabinet members, or legislative officials. Bloggers would have to disclose who paid them and how much, along with other information such as where the post is located online. They would be fined $25 per each day the report is late, up to a maximum of $2,500 for each report. The legislation would not apply to content on the website of a newspaper or other similar publication. So in other words, once again, government playing favorites. Newt Gingrich defines this as insane. Of course it's insane. This is nothing but a modern day version of the Sedition Act. It's a rule that a dictator would put in place. There's a libertarian saying that good ideas don't require force. Well, guess what? Bad ideas shouldn't require censorship. The day someone has to pay to criticize politicians and their stupid ideas is the day we need to resort to selective termination. I don't care what side of the political spectrum a person is on. Any censorship is not good. It's enslavement of ideas. As stated above, the text of this bill states that it would apply to any blogger who is paid to write about elected officials in Florida. Technically, that could include me, although I'm not in Florida. Excuse me, Mr. Overlords, but I don't see anywhere in the First Amendment a distinction between paid and unpaid free speech, the key word being free. Brodeur is also sponsoring a separate bill that would make it easier to sue media for defamation. 
A proposal pushed by Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican who's likely to run for president. That I might be willing to look at. Free speech is one thing, but telling blatant lies in a malicious way should not be allowed. Defamation and libel can create actual harm to a person violating the libertarian non-aggression policy. Number two, the Transportation Department is rolling out what they call a dashboard to let flyers see which airlines help families with young children sit together at no extra cost. The announcement comes as the department works on regulations to prevent families from being separated on planes. The dashboard rewards airlines with a green check if they guarantee that an adult family member can sit next to their young children if seats are available. On Monday, only three of the 10 U.S. airlines listed on the website received a green check. Alaska, American, and Frontier. And I should reiterate, this was last Monday, not yesterday as I record this. I rarely travel by air, so I didn't even know this was a problem or an issue. I just assumed everybody got to sit with their kids. I'm all for freedom of businesses doing as they wish and consumers simply saying yes or no. I also believe business transactions should always be a willing two-way transaction. However, an airline separating family and then charging parents to keep them together is kind of like McDonald's making you pay extra to sit at the same table with your young children. I simply wouldn't eat there and I wouldn't fly. I don't know about you, but I don't want some stranger sitting beside my eight-year-old daughter on a flight where she can't get away. I don't want to think anyone would try anything on a plane, but in today's world, oh, let's just say people are weird and people are idiots. According to Hannah Walden, a spokesman at Airlines for America, airlines already work to accommodate customers who are traveling together, especially those traveling with children, and will continue to do so. This year, several carriers have pledged to make changes in their seating policies, which is an admission that this has been a problem. Last month, Frontier Airlines said it would automatically seat at least one parent next to any child under 14. American Airlines updated its customer service plan with a guarantee that children 14 and under would be seated next to an accompanying adult at no extra cost. And United Airlines said it would let families with children under 12 to pick adjoining seats at no extra cost starting in March in certain fare classes. So this is all a good thing. You should be able to sit with your children. I rarely mention names on this podcast of perpetrators because I don't want to give them recognition and attention. However, sometimes mentioning names is required as a public service announcement. So hence a name. Dr. Bruce Hensel, a name Los Angeles citizens may know. He pleaded no contest last week to charges that he solicited nude pictures from a child. 
Hensel was arrested in 2019 after prosecutors said he used a messaging app to request suggestive photos from the nine-year-old daughter of an acquaintance. Nine years old. Isn't it bad enough to do so from a stranger, but to do so from a child of an acquaintance? Really? How stupid is this L.A. news doctor? Nine years old. Really? I was at a biker picnic one time with a friend and his adult daughter. There was a wet t-shirt contest and some people asked her if she wanted to enter. I told my friend I'm glad she didn't. I told him while his daughter was a very beautiful woman, seeing her in a wet t-shirt would have simply been way too weird, way too awkward, and way too wrong. Yet, here we have a doctor trying to get nude photos of a nine-year-old. How sick can he be? The article goes on to say, before entering his plea, Hensel apologized to the victim's family and hugged the father inside a downtown L.A. courtroom. Hugged the father? Again? Really? I would have beaten the crap out of the doctor given the chance. What's wrong with this father? If I would have done something like that to my aforementioned friend's daughter when she was nine, I would have expected him to beat the living daylights out of me and do eternity in jail and lose him as a friend forever. Excuse me. Hensel, 74, pleaded no contest to one count of contacting a minor with the intent to commit a crime. He was immediately ordered to register as a sex offender and sentenced to two years of probation, the Times reported. Probation? Sit your ass in jail, dude. You're sick. I'm terribly sorry for what happened, he said. I've done nothing I can to understand this isolated thing, Hensel said in court. Isolated? He was texting her from March through August of that year. That's up to six months. That's not an isolated incident. Like I said, sit your ass in jail, dude. You're sick. And with that, we're going to go to the promo. I'll be back in about 40 seconds. For all things Dakota Rustler related, please visit dakotarustler.org. The website contains links to media sites, a merchandise store, and a button to donate to the show. Your support helps to pay for expenses of production, as well as research time. Feedback is appreciated, and comments or topic ideas can be sent to the email address listed on the website. Sponsorships are also available if you have a business to promote. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back. Just do want to give out my usual shout out to Danheim, the provider of all my music on this show, and to Arabel Kimmick, who does all the voiceovers for this show. And I have also gotten permission from another person by the name of Vinny Camilleri to use some of his music on the show. So I may be making some minor adjustments in the near future. With that, let's continue with the news stories. 
Number four, the Federal Trade Commission has proposed to ban the online canceling service BetterHelp from sharing its customers' sensitive mental data with advertising networks and marketers. A settlement between the FTC and BetterHelp also requires the company to pay $7.8 million as restitution to its users who face sensitive data has been shared with third parties such as Facebook and Snapchat. This is great, but I have one major question. Why not ban all online services from sharing any data with any third party it shouldn't just be a counseling service it shouldn't just be mental health data and it shouldn't just be advertisers and marketers <clears throat> better help is a popular online counseling service providing therapy services to individuals needing support such as those with depression anxiety disorders PTSD, substance abuse, addiction, etc. The FTC alleges that BetterHelp followed bad practices in handling the data of people who visited its website or used its apps, including those who had not even signed up for its counseling services. The FTC said these practices, which the government agency characterizes as illegal, can introduce grave risks to the well-being of vulnerable people in unstable states, threatening to aggravate their condition. Again, I repeat, privacy should be standard across all online accounts for all reasons. Get it done, Congress. Get it done, President Alzheimer's. No more data sharing. In an official complaint submitted by the FTC, the Consumer Protection Organization says that BetterHelp has, despite its promises to the contrary, shared email addresses, IP addresses, and information users filled in a preliminary health questionnaire during sign-up with Facebook, Snapchat, Critio, which I've never heard of, and Pinterest. The FTC claims that third parties use this information for advertising purposes and more specifically to identify consumers with similar profiles. FTC further explains that prompts were presented in a way that left that left users no choice but to disclose that data in order to sign up for counseling services. That should be a warning, everybody. Never give out sensitive information before joining anything. They further alleged that BetterHelp did not secure consent from the subjects to use their data for advertising and didn't take any precautions to limit how the receiving third parties can use the shared information. Of course, BetterHelp denies what they did was wrong. Quote, we do not share and have never shared with advertisers, publishers, social media platforms, or any other similar third parties, private information such as members' names or clinical data from therapy sessions, unquote. Yet, you've decided to fork over nearly $8 million worth of guilt. Let me repeat. 
Congress and the president need to make all sharing of all data a crime unless sites clearly, by default, ask consumers to opt in rather than hiding opt-out scenarios, which are difficult to find. Companies all across the U.S. could make this easily avoidable. Quit sharing anyone's data with anybody. It's that simple. Quit doing it. Number five, American fast food chain Chick-fil-A has confirmed that over 71,000 customers' accounts were breached in a months-long credential stuffing attack, allowing threat actors to use stored rewards balances and access personal information. Two issues here. Number one, quit calling them threat actors. Call them what they are, hackers. Number two, why would any civilized intelligent person have a Chick-fil-A account? Or any other fast food joint for that matter. Come on, people. In January, Bleeping Computer reported that Chick-fil-A had begun investigating what it described as suspicious activity on customers' accounts. At the time, Chick-fil-A set up a support page with information on what customers should do if they detect suspicious activity on their said account. So now we live in a society where a fast food restaurant needs a support page. No wonder China is conquering the world. <laughs> this warning came after Bleeping Computer emailed Chick-fil-A before Christmas about reports of Chick-fil-A user accounts being stolen in credential stuffing attacks and sold online. These accounts were sold for prices ranged from $2 to $200, depending on a rewards account balance and linked payment methods, which brings up a third issue. Who is such a loser that they have to steal Chick-fil-A account information? Chick-fil-A confirmed an attack between December 18th of last year and February 12th of this year, which is almost two months, affecting 71,473 Chick-fil-A accounts via their website and mobile app, exposing email addresses and passwords. And I might add, who knows what else? Oh wait, we do know. Keep listening. The fast food chain is warning impacted customers that hackers who accessed their account would also have had access to their personal information, including their name, email addresses, Chick-fil-A membership number and mobile pay number, QR codes, debit and credit card numbers, and card balance credit on your account. For some customers, the information may have included birthdays, phone numbers, physical addresses, and the last four digits of credit cards. <laughs> Why would you give all this information to a fast food restaurant? What is wrong with you? How many times must I tell you, quit digitizing your life. Safety requires cash and carry, and I'm not using that as a business terminology. With that, it's time to ride off into the sunset. You know the mantra. 
question authority, and always be free. Thank you for listening to the Dakota Rustler Show, a production of DL Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their affiliates. Any unauthorized use of this show is prohibited. Until next time, have a great day, and don't forget to subscribe.